Welcome to the Energy News Beat Daily Stand-Up. My name's Stu Turley, President and CEO of the Sandstone Group. Michael's on assignment or out goofing off. I'm not sure which. We're ready to have some serious fun. I'll tell you what, it is just going bonkers around here. We sure appreciate everybody's feedback, everybody's support. We're now in 94 countries and it is going bonkers. So thank you for everybody that's subscribing. Smash that button, as Michael would say. Smash the button, like us, subscribe. We're on YouTube podcast, YouTube, uh, all of the other podcast channels. And I just recorded uh, an episode with Doomberg. Mr. Doomberg, the beautiful chicken, came by uh, the podcast and I had a blast. I have some big names coming around the corner and uh, this is going to be a lot of fun as well, too. But today, I've got a lot of fun to talk about right now. All right. First story up. Asian uh, wind power development isn't moving fast enough. That kind of really plays in here on a little bit on uh, China. Biden admin blocks more than 1.5 million acres from oil drilling after Eco's group legal challenges in Colorado. There's a lot to this story. Limited recovery in Europe's industrial gas demand. I got some inside baseball on this one. Occidental and Climeworks are big winners for Biden's advocate of billions of dollars of CO2. I got to hand it out to Occidental. We're going to cover in some of that stuff and some investment stuff on it. So with that, let's go ahead and start off with Asian wind power development isn't starting fast enough. Here's where this article is is great. Across the Asian uh, Pacific region, Offshore wind power can play a large role in meeting rising energy demand while reducing emissions as governments work towards net zero targets. Wind energy can also be made to use net zero fuels like green hydrogen and green ammonia. They can help decarbonize uh, everything else, as they say. So here is where I think it's a little bit off. China, President Xi yesterday said, or uh, Monday, he said they are bailing out of the Paris Climate Accords because he does not see that renewable energy will make any difference on climate change. That is an amazing statement for a guy that is uh, supporting two coal plants a week. They're increasing their coal. And then they turn around and build all of the renewable. They're 70, 80 percent, depending on the mix of what they're doing on world's supply chain for renewable. So in Asia, I think it makes sense to take a look at wind and solar on islands. If it does make a difference, uh, let's take Hawaii. You've got to import all your coal. You've got to import everything. That cost difference makes a little, it makes a bit of difference on not importing things on an island. That being said, let's come down into here and it says 
And Asia replaced Europe as the largest regional offshore wind market by cumulative installation. But to counter that, they've also been increasing their LNG exports because you need to have natural gas as a backup in order to stand up uh, wind and solar on the grid. So it's going to be pretty interesting. We're going to take a look. You've got a weird dichotomy going on in Asia. And uh, personally, I think that some of it's good. Going all in is not. We need to use all forms of energy, but not what they're planning on doing. Biden administration blocks more than 1.5 million acres from oil drilling after Eco Group's legal challenges. This is in Colorado. And, uh, you know, Sandstone's done a lot of work in Colorado, and we've enjoyed uh, helping out folks and understanding the rules and regulations. The Biden administration proposed a plan to lock up nearly 1.6 million acres of public lands from oil and gas development across western Colorado in response to illegal challenges filed by environmental groups. It's just unbelievable to me. And I I almost want to say on this, the BLM proposal comes after years of legal challenges. And starting in 2015 with the Obama administration, here's where it gets a little bit where ho-hum. This might not matter much because oil and gas is coming out of uh, Colorado. EMP operators are not wanting to do business in Colorado, and that's fine. Think about how much tax revenue is coming out of Colorado because of the unfavorable business models that they've been putting in due to the, in the name of uh, ESG. So. Lots of stuff going on there. We'll keep you posted on this. But I don't think the Biden administration cutting out federal lands will impact much. And the reason for that is uh, 50% of the oil and gas produced in the United States is off of privately held EMP operators, and those use regular leases. So a big headline, but I'm not sure how much it'll actually impact. This next story coming around the corner is limited recovery in Europe's industrial gas demand. This one is really focused around Germany. And the reason for that is Germany is the biggest economy in the EU, and they have... um, actually been able to run off businesses because they can't keep their power uh, low enough. I got some inside baseball on this one here in a little bit. There's nothing more to come now from our side as much as we can foresee in the medium, uh, medium term, but I'm actually sure that companies will make similar announcements, Brudemiller said. And he is Martin Brudemiller, confirmed that BASF, huge firm is not planning any further closures. Uh, They just closed permanent closure of a fertilizer plant. This is huge because of the high natural gas that affects food availability. It affects uh, all of the natural gas so you can split it off and roll it into natural gas. So 
Germany has been uh, commissioned, they decommissioned their last two nuclear uh, reactors. They then have uh, starting to import energy from France. France is only running at less than 25% of their reactors are online because of all the money that they have not spent. So this whole thing is all weaving together with the fact that um, this article is really showing that businesses have been leaving Germany due to no natural gas. Uh, I have been visiting with some folks that have some solutions that are being worked on, and we're going to keep you posted on those solutions as we uh, start getting some more inside baseball. And there are things that are going to help Europe and the United States in some really cool projects coming around the corner. Uh, Ox. Occidental Petroleum. This story is a hoot. Occidental Petroleum and Climeworks are big winners as Biden allocates billions for CO2 removal. Now, I want to give a shout out to Occidental Petroleum. Uh, Over the last several years, they have spent big bucks in the CO2 removal and carbon capture and everything else. This has got to be, in my opinion, why. Uh, Warren Buffett invested so much in Continental and Occidental Petroleum because of this money coming around to carbon capture. He probably knew, I'm not saying it's inside, you know, insider trading, but he had to have known that this stuff was coming around the corner. The U.S. Department of Energy is investing up to $1.2 billion in giant vacuums that suck carbon out of the air in effort to slow global warming. Okay, the money from the um, bipartisan infrastructure law will help uh, fund two uh, direct capture uh, systems, hub projects, one in Texas and one in Louisiana. They will eventually remove more carbon than uh, per year than all the current projects combined. That's huge. There's currently 18 direct air capture projects globally, but these would be the first commercial scale ones in the U.S. Pretty exciting. So when you take a look at Occidental Petroleum, they've done a fabulous job. They have really set themselves up for that federal money, where also I think that the ESG side of things has really helped out Occidental Petroleum. Uh, Vicki Holub has just led this right down the road. She's uh, said on some of her investor calls, they are entering in a multi-trillion dollar industry. Here's where it may slow down a bit is you can only print money for so long. But this is still something unbelievable to keep an eye on. My hat's off to Occidental and uh, Climbwork. Either they had insider training, and this is a joke, but you know Warren Buffett was way ahead of the curve on this. I want to give a shout out to all of my podcast guests. We have some wonderful guests coming around the corner. 
I get to interview uh, Pat, Dr. Patrick Moore again on Friday. He is coming back in and we're going to be talking to him. Also getting to visit with Gregory Wrightstone next month. Uh, he is a, a real jewel. I've got four or five others, uh, CEOs, executives, authors, and uh, just finished uh, recording Doomberg today. It will release next week. And we've even got more things coming down the pike. Thank you again. Again for all of our wonderful support. We are so thrilled to help spread the word on all forms of energy. We need all forms of energy to deliver the lowest cost kilowatt per hour to all people of the planet so that we can help eliminate energy poverty and poverty as a whole. But it's got to have the least impact on the environment and sustainable through market sustainability and not printing money. With that, I'll let you get back to work. Hope you have a great day of meetings. Thank you all very much. Talk to you all soon.